Hey, hey, hey. You're welcome to episode 3 of Let's Talk About It with Kafui Debs. On this podcast, I talk about everything related to faith, lifestyle, and personal development. If you're new here, um, you, you haven't missed out on so much. You just need to catch up on the previous episodes and then you're good to go. If you're part of the old gang, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> so, how have you been? Yeah, a long time no episode. How have you been? What have you been up to? Um, well, I can't hear you, but I hope you are healthy. I hope you are fine and you're doing something you enjoy and yeah your life in general is moving on smoothly um what have i been up to i don't know but one thing i'm sure of is that i'm i'm tired (laughs) i'm very very tired um so oh um pardon me if i'm sounding nasal um i'm i'm down with a really bad cold and it's part of the reasons why i've been postponing this episode but I, I thought it was going to clear up by, by now, but it looks like it wants to be featured in this episode. So here we are. Pardon me if I'm sniffing in, if I'm sniffing every every two seconds. I'll try and make it less frequent. Yeah, so that was a much needed PSA. <laughs> so um, today's episode is going to be a story time slash testimony. Um, I'm just going to be talking I'm going to be talking about um, how my 2020 has been so far um, especially what quarter two felt like or looked like for me yeah and so I'm not really like 2020 hasn't been bad for me it's been it, it has just had like a few wild portions but on the on the whole it's been it's been a good year so far so far so good so um when like where do i even start from so yeah it started in march so 18th of march i took a break from work because of covid and everything and i went to i went over to my mom's place um i was there for about 10 days 10 11 days and i think three days in i i realized i started feeling weak i was sleeping throughout like the whole day i'll just be sleeping if i woke up it would be to go to the bathroom or to eat and even with the eating self it was i would eat like just seven spoons of of food and i'm not i'm not a gluten or anything but anybody who knows me knows that i mean seven spoons of food for the whole day i mean it's it doesn't do anything for me or it doesn't do anything to me and so that was very unusual and so i was sleeping a lot i would be feeling very cold but then i'll just break into sweat and like it was just a weird mix of things happening like my chest was really tight um i i would i would literally wake up i would wake up in the middle of the night to just sit up and then catch my breath um like at, at some point i was having like headaches on and off and all of that and i i would tell i i, I told my mother and then she she um so my grandma has a pharmacy she's a retired health worker and she has a pharmacy in her house so she sent over some painkillers and then antacids and 
the very first time I, after the first time i took them i was like no i can't just stay at home and be self-medicating and so i need to go to the hospital now the coming the the coming sunday that was the very first time the president was going to be addressing the country um concerning covid and all of that and there were rumors of a possible lockdown now i didn't know how the lockdown was going to be like because I, I i haven't experienced a lockdown before so um i didn't want to risk it so my mom fr- from my mom's house to the hospital is 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 quite a distance i'd have to board like two two different cars but from my place like i i live elsewhere i live i live in so many places so from one of the places i live where i live alone to the hospital is a walking distance and because of the rumors around surrounding the the possible lockdown people were like oh there's going to be military on the road there's going to be security personnel on the road and they are going to be sending if they found anybody out there they're going to either punish them or like send them back home and all of that so i didn't i didn't really know what the situation was going to be like and i didn't want to just risk it so i that sunday um afternoon around 3 p 3 p.m yeah i packed i packed my stuff and i was like okay i'm going over to my place and then i would go to the hospital from 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 there because it was a walking distance now um in second when i was in secondary school i was diagnosed with i don't know if they are diagnosed i was diagnosed with um sinusitis so that's the inflammation of the sinus and that used to cause like um difficulty in breathing so the sinus is um i don't know that's what makeup artists call the the t-zone so between your eyebrows from that side to like down your nose to um the sides of your nose like close to your cheek that's where the sinus that's the sinus area and so when i would experience all this difficulty in breathing and all of that i i thought okay maybe it was it was just that because it would come and then go but i became i became really worried when the whole fever like the temperature changes and then the headaches and then the chest pains also started so that that even made me um, want to go to the hospital so i got to my place like around four and the plan was to go to the hospital the next day but then the pain was the, the pain kept um i said I, I i still felt the pain so i went to the hospital that very evening and i saw the doctor he gave me he wrote some drugs for me and he was like when i'm done i should come and then like for a review and stuff now monday the pain it would just come like really really hard and then it would just go away again now me i was living by myself i didn't want to just like i felt like if there was anything i could do i needed to do it i didn't want a situation whereby it would escalate and then it would now be a case of oh i should have i could have yeah i didn't want any of those so when the pain would get really worse like it would get really bad i took the fo- i took my phone and i called <laughs> thinking about it now i don't know why i i reacted that way but i called the covid response um people that oh is there a way to get tested like i'm feeling like this i'm feeling this 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 that end i would i would want to get the test done and 
those ones were like they were asking me a question like are you coughing no are you sneezing no difficulty in breathing yeah sometimes headaches not anymore diarrhea or vomiting all of this i'm like no it's like yeah it could be another thing so speak with your doctor and then they, they hanged up uh, so the the next day as well that that tuesday the pain was really really it was bad and i was taking my drugs too so i'm like why why am i still feeling pain so i called them again another person picked up the same old um, response same questions have you traveled to any country this this that i'm like no it's like yeah let's speak to your doctor it could be something else I'm like okay now in the evening around 6 p.m i had finished eating and then i was i was sitting i was just sitting down and now the pain so at first the pain was in the middle of my chest like i think that's what that's what they call the sternum the very center of my chest and it was like they were poking some like the, the way the pain was like it's like they're poking my is it poking or pricking i don't know <laughs> they were choking my chest with like those small 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 pins yeah and it was very very painful very uncomfortable now that evening the pain had moved from the center of my chest to like my left side so it would shift from the like above my left breast to underneath my bread my left breast and it would just be going and coming going and coming and when it when i felt the pain underneath my breast it was like you know how when you wash jeans and then you squeeze it's like you're squeezing jeans or you're squeezing a really big blanket yeah it was like they were squeezing my my chest or my heart like and i was really scared because i mean that's where the heart is and i'm like god what's going on is this a heart attack like what is going on so i i just reached out i looked for my hospital cards and everything i i just i anybody who saw me that evening in if i if i had seen anybody i know or anybody who knows me that evening they would have thought i was a mad person because i was looking wretched my hair was a mess i see i wasn't even bothered about how i was looking i went to the hospital i was wearing flip-flops and one shorts like that in baggy long sleeves i'm like I just need to get to the hospital so i go to the hospital i see the the nurse at the opd i got there on like seven i i got to the hospital i, I saw the nurse day i told her and at that point i i was like i don't i i hate being an adult i hate growing up because if i were a child my mom would have i would have gone to the hospital with my mother and then like should have done all of those hospital rounds or if there was anybody who was not doing their job well or something she would like speak up and then or just question them something like that but with adulting as part of the what part of the things about adulting is going to the hospital alone when you're sick and then you'd have to reserve small energy for any hospital staff who is just trying to not do their job well so I got to the hospital. I, I I told the the nurse that oh I want to see the doctor. This was happening. This was this going on. And then she asks me for uh, of my name. And then she 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 looks into her system. And then she she saw I think she saw the time I had come to the hospital during my last visit. And it was about five p.m. thereabouts. And then she looked at me. She was like why is it that you, why is it that you, you, you you like coming to the hospital in the evening in my mind i'm like eh, it's because i need healthcare in the evening 
like why can't you come here why can't you come here in the morning why do you have to wait till this time i'm like it's at night it's in the evening i feel pain you don't expect me to come and sit here from morning waiting for the pain to come like it just doesn't make sense she's like eh there's no doctor go and come tomorrow i'm like i can't go and come tomorrow if i could wait i wouldn't be here she's like eh, there's there's no doctor there's nothing like and then she had ordered the guy in the folder room like the place where they kept the hospital folders not to attend to me because she has she has told me that there's no doctor around so i i stand there for like 10 minutes hoping that she'll change her mind she doesn't change her mind she's just watching her television she's watching one program like that so she doesn't mind me and then i i just get out of the opd and i'm going home now my hospital they used to there's this um thing they've built there they had built it for as an isolation center for um like during the ebola outbreak it was going to be used as an isolation center for the cases that were going to come in but i think they never really got to use it use it and so they now pimped the whole thing up and then they were preparing it for the covid cases that would come like something like that and there was this signboard infectious disease something something i've forgotten what was on it what was on it so I go, I go there and then I'm speaking to the people there. Like, oh, I'm asking them, is there a doctor I could see? And they're like, what's wrong with you? I tell them what's wrong with me. And they're like, okay, there's the adult emergency there, the night emergency. So I should go there. There's a doctor there who could attend to me. Now I went there. The doctor said, okay, I can attend to you. But then you need to go back to the main OPD and get your, your folder. Then I can attend to you. Now, I, I go back, I walk all the way back to the OPD, and then I tell the nurse that, okay, there's a doctor at the um, adult emergency, and he says, if I could get, if I can get my folder from here, he'll be able to attend to me. Now, this woman's like, no, but I told you that there's no doctor. I'm like, yeah, I get you. There's no doctor here. There's another doctor somewhere else. He wants to attend to me this woman was like no i said go and come tomorrow now at this point i was running out of patience because I, it just didn't make sense she was just behaving it was just like a konongo kaya situation you are you don't want to you said there's no doctor another person too wants to attend to me yeah saying no i'm like okay these people when people are speaking to you in a calm way they are people are patient with you you don't you don't like it it's when they display a little bit of madness that's that's what you people like so right now i'm like look this thing i'm about to do i i don't think i'm going to be proud of it but then someone has to do what they have to do so i'm like madam what's your problem are you a witch have they sent it to me see go and tell them that you came you didn't find me you didn't find me because what's your problem madam can you give me my folder can you give me my food like I, I I told him my mind. I'm like, <laughs> now she was, she was looking at me. She was like, eh, go and sit down. And I sat down for like five minutes. And now she finally orders the guy to come collect my hospital card and go and look for my folder for me. In my mind, I'm like, eh, is this one you people understand? When they are calm with you, it doesn't work. It's bass boost. Yeah. And I'm ready to serve it. <laughs> so she gives me my folder. I go see the doctor, and then he does everything, you know, all the examinations and stuff. And then he gives me, like, he writes 
another set of drugs for me to go and buy. I left the hospital around like 11 p.m. So I get home and then he's like, okay, when you finish taking the drugs, come for a review. I finished taking the drugs and then I, at this point, I'm like, should I go to, should I go for the review? Because I, I don't know. I don't know. And I was living by myself too. So see, this is just like a quick segue, but thank God for friends who talk you out of panic mode my friends in the medical field around this time see you were the real mvps they came in handy they came through every single one of them i mean they helped me so 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 much from prince to sicho to myla to isaiah to my mama i did okay i mean every single one of you you people really really helped me thank you so 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 much i can't i can't i can't thank you guys enough they really calmed they calmed me they 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 would they would tell me all of the like explain to me okay this is what is going on this is what um you're feeling it means this it means that had it not been for them ah i would have googled my life away i would <laughs> see i'm aware that you shouldn't be googling your symptoms but then it was left it was it was left to just me it was i was by myself and so i would google all of these things i even found a community of people who had like the same condition <laughs> it, it was it was like an entirely different world <laughs> so and during that time like the day i'd I'd wait i returned from the hospital i I, when i got home i called i called one of my friends i called prince and then i was telling him everything and so like okay i'm feeling this i'm feeling that i'm feeling that and then he's like okay calm down first of all it's not covid because (laughs) i think he could sense my anxiety and then everything's like calm down this is what you're feeling it could be this it could be that and because of your 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 age i mean this this pain could be interpreted like as several um, different things but because of your age and this thing this is not a possibility chances of this are low like he really really calmed me he cleared all my doubts and everything he had my time he was so dedicated to me and so i was i was now calm i wasn't thinking so much now the most annoying thing around that time too was that during the day when like my mother would call or i would call her and then telling her uh, giving her and be giving her updates about okay how, how i'm feeling and how the drugs are going and everything nothing would happen it was at night when there's nobody when it's just me that's when the pain would come so i wasn't sleeping I wasn't sleeping i would be awake the whole night i was in so much pain like i was tired i was anxious i mean aside even the whole anxiety about the COVID thing because at that point see, i was it was just early april but as at that time i was so over COVID. i had muted everything related to COVID, coronavirus all of i muted everything on my social media because i was i was done and at that point too i wasn't really praying that much like my spiritual 
life spirituality was it was zero i wasn't pray. i couldn't pray i couldn't really study my bible i yeah it was it was it was a shaky something and i wasn't it, it was also very easy to um so i wasn't like fellowshipping as with like believers i wasn't fellowshipping i wasn't joining like any services and all around that time early april i wasn't doing all of those things and it's very easy to dodge online services like there's nobody there's no that accountability isn't there and so it's very difficult to to it was it was very easy to dodge like online service and those things and now because it was just me and I, I wasn't I wasn't even following the news because every single news updates it was just depressing and even around the world like all over the world there was all these cases of looting and killings and demonstrations protests all these news about violence and sexual abuse and then the covid updates after the news they are doing analysis projections all of the, it was just so so, so much it was, the information overload it was real and so i i was now very 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 anxious i was overthinking at some point i was really i, I was even thinking about death like i was scared of dying and it wasn't even like death in itself but dying alone i i was really anxious about that and here's a bit of context so my dad died alone he, de- he died by himself i have an aunt who also died by herself and for for my dad here's how it happened so my parents were separated before like he died and everything they were but they were cordial so we, we would go over to his place would cook for him do laundry for him and everything we chat he would come over to our end we'll cook and chat and everything like we're cordial but then just that they both of them were in we weren't living in the same house together and so the week the weekend he died my on that tuesday my brother went like my brother passed by he said hi to him like he went to visit i also went that wednesday i sent him food i could i we had cooked and then i I taken food to him we chatted that evening while he was eating and everything thursday my mom also passed by from when she was returning from town now friday nobody went saturday morning we had we had dressed up we're going to town now where we were going was close to his house and we said okay let's just pass by and then say hi now we get to his house we get to his room and then we find him in his room and then we find out okay he's dead now with my aunt's own she also went to visit my grandma like everybody we we see her all the time and she also lived by her so she lived alone and so when she died for her nobody even knew and because nobody really visits her like that she's 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 always the one doing the visiting so nobody really knows after like two three days that the people in her neighborhood because she sells like fruits and stuff so people hadn't seen her for a while and then they go to her house they break her door and then they find her in her room and apparently she has been dead for some some days and so that whole um thing of people like dying alone and it, it, it just came back to me around that period and i was just thinking about okay the people around me how when i remember how i found out about my father's death and the trauma that followed 
I was just thinking about that whole thing, replaying it. That okay, my brother, my mom, my friends, how are they going to take this? Like it was, a, it was a really tough time for me, and for my father's own. Even like a year after his death, I struggled to sleep because I was thinking, okay, so if he died alone, if he died in his sleep, like then it means that okay, if I sleep, ch- like there, there are chances of 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 me dying too. I don't know, but that was just what was in my mind and so for like a year i wasn't really sleeping if i would sleep it would be as it would be it would be accidental you know the kind of sleep where you are so tired and then you don't know the time you even fell asleep your body just picked the time and then you just went off that would be how i would sleep and so i would sleep like just for two hours three hours i was operating on two three hours of sleep and i remember all the time when i wake up um, so you know how when you wake you you wake up from a nightmare like you just wake up all of a sudden like that was how i was waking up around that time and i remember every time i would wake up i would just look around and i'm like okay i'm still here wow that was how i was waking up and so that whole thing just that trigger just came back around this time around um, this time where i was ill and everything and it just we talk about um adulting living alone and all its advantages and stuff but we hardly ever talk about how lonely it gets like i was i mean i was doing video calls i was talking to people and everything around that time but then when you drop the phone you realize it's just you and yeah it was it was a really it was a a hard time it was a very 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 trying time for me shout out to my friend Rhoda. she brought me she brought me food during the lockdown she came one time she brought me like so many things like she brought me banco she brought me soup she brought me biscuits tea so many things and then another time she brought me shito as well she was like okay i'm in your neighborhood come and meet me by the roadside she brought me shito and then she was like okay if you finish everything and you're, you're, you don't go back to your mom's place you can call me and then i'll just prepare a place in my house and then you can come and live with us it was so it was really thoughtful and so yeah shout out to Rhoda. so around this time when i finished taking the drugs i was i was supposed to go for a review so i went and then i at that point i was like okay now a few of the the symptoms had disappeared but there were certain things i was still feeling so i i went to the doctor and then he was like okay go and do a test now at this point every single i was giving prints like every single update so they would they would request for a test i would take a picture give it like send it to him when the results come out i'll send it to him asking okay so what's going on what did they say although the doctor said this like what in this 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 that so they wrote a test and i went to do the test i brought it back the doctor was like okay so you have peptic peptic ulcer you have um, typhoid and you'd have to see a dietitian the next day so that they put you on a diet plan and everything now peptic ulcer is um ulcer that occurs in the lining of the esophagus and and so they did they did all of that and then i i I was asking prince like okay so what what are the what's the english oh my goodness i forgot what i wanted to say (laughs) but i'd sent him like all of those things and then there was a blood they did another test like there was a breakdown of the blood i don't know blood components 
so there was like a red blood count white blood count hemoglobin something something all of those things and then they they would write what is required and then what they found in your in your system so if let's say the white blood count is supposed to be let's say 15 the, maybe they found 13 they would write all of those things so that you know whether you're below or you are above yeah like over and then all of that so i was asking him okay so what does this mean what should i do to push this to the level it's supposed to be or what should like all of that so he came in really handy like sometimes he would be in the middle of work he would be like okay i can't talk on the phone right now can we text all of that it was really really heartwarming and yeah thank you prince thank you very 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 much so thanks to covid the dietitians weren't reporting to work they were they weren't taking even new clients they were just operating um, they were dealing with their old patients and even with them it was just it was on a, an appointment basis so i they couldn't attend to me and this is where my luck came in handy so he said dietitian if you have any needs that a dietitian could meet then you should check him out his twitter handle is um at myla underscore underscore so m-y-l-e-r underscore underscore so I, I i reach out to him and then he he helps me out with the diet plan he he draws a diet plan to me i look at the the plan i'm like wow there's going to be a lot of changes in my in my eating so i i i finish taking like the second set of drugs like after i went for the test and then they wrote more drugs for me i finished that and i was like look i'm not going for any review again because i'm tired and i, I thought about it i'm like well if you don't go for a review it's not the it's not the doctor's loss you are the one who needs help so you need to so i went and then they, they checked and then they did all of those things and they gave me more drugs again at this point i'm like look i'm getting very very, very lonely at this point i was having nightmares i would sleep i'll dream about deaths i'll be seeing coffins and like really dark horrible stuff and so i'm like look i'm going to my mother's place i didn't even call her i was coming i just i i packed up my stuff i got a car i got to her place sharp so now I, i was there and now my eating had changed and everything so now one of the changes that um i had to one of the changes i had to make in my eating was that instead of taking three large meals daily i was not supposed to take i think five to six smaller meals like snacks in between and all of those things so i i get to my mother's place and then um my mother like she 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 is a huge blessing in my life like aside during my my life in general this particular period my goodness she was she was there she's really really there for me i someone may say well she's your mother i I mean it's expected of her to do all of that but i don't know at some point i was like no there are certain things she she really didn't have to do but yeah she she really came through for me so i was taking the drugs she she, she was cooking for me like she's a teacher and because of the lockdown and covid and, and all of that stuff she schools are closed and so yeah if she wasn't going to work and she would normally like if she if if it weren't for the lockdown by 5 36 she was out of the house 
because of the lockdown she was waking up now she, like she'd sleep in for a while and then wake up maybe this is seven thereabouts and now now i was back in her house and then she she needed i needed to be eating on time and taking my medication sometimes so by six my breakfast was ready so she, w- she would have to wake up like 5 30 now she'd make she'd make food for me and now, although i needed to eat i didn't have so much of an appetite like the drugs had their own side effects i would i would feel very lightheaded or dizzy i would um like i was feeling like there was general body weakness and then my mouth was very bitter and then it had this metallic taste so i don't know if as a child you ever put coins in your mouth but you know when you put coins in your mouth how it tastes how coins taste like that was how my mouth like tasted like and it was very very bitter so i i didn't have much of an appetite and so i was forcing myself to eat because of the drugs and so i would eat she would prepare like food for me and then i would eat just a little and then she would i would just push the rest to the side and then she'd come and then she'd 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 be complaining my mother would complain and then she would like she'd be like if it had not been for you i would have i would have woken up like at seven or something because of you i'll wake up at 5 30 i'll toil i'll sweat i'll make food for you and then you waste my food you waste my food like she would go from that and then sometimes she would just be like hmm sorry you can't eat eh? sorry 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 you'll be fine you'll be fine and it was just so hilarious watching it go from like harsh to being really soft like that whole switch it was it was cute and it was hilarious at the same time now coupled with all of all of those um side effects my body wasn't also holding the food in so i would eat and then in like five minutes time i would i would be in the in the washroom everything would just would just come out and it, uh, one day i was i was there and then my mom put to sit beside me like you know when she when when she sits beside you like that and then she puts her arm around you know that what she's coming to say is really like something deep so she sits by my side and then she she puts her arm around me and then she goes hmm, god is good god is good and then i'm like yeah god, god is good it's like no 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 you don't know you don't know the way god is good he's faithful see all of these things see the money we've spent on hospital on drugs on tests all of these things but we still have money prove god he provides and then like she just kept going on and on and on and she just burst into us so she was clapping and dancing all around and it's like have you been have you been to the toilet today like there was one time i I hadn't gone to the the toilet and then she it was like 20 minutes after eating and then she she came to say that to me and i'm like um no i haven't been to the toilet at first i thought okay maybe someone had gone to mess up the whole place and she was looking for the culprit so i'm like i haven't been there she's like your body's now holding in the food god is good your body's responding god what he has started he will finish it he will he will take it to a an expected end like she has been all deep and stuff and for me i was i was like yeah it, it was a moment for me because at that point i was really tired and even when i could like if i had like some vim to pray all my tears were like all my all my prayers were just tears i was tired because see drugs like medication and all they heal your body and everything but they also have their side effects like and 
pumping in them almost all my drugs were antibiotics pumping in all of these antibiotics in my body in in less than like a month it was definitely having some effect on me so i was really tired and if i could pray it was i was, I was always crying to god i'll be like god heal me heal me <laughs> it was it was just i at that point i'm like god see do 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 what only you can do because right now me i'm tired so when she said that it was a moment for me because i wasn't really i didn't really been paying attention to like what was going on and it just made me realize that there are instances in our lives where we are waiting on god to move drastically in our lives but then we forget or we we overlook the small the slow but sure ways his hand is 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 at work in our lives we're waiting for the big manifestation we're waiting for the big ones to show but then underground or like in very small and tiny ways he's showing us that oh i'm here i'm with you yeah the big one hasn't come yet that prayer you prayed i haven't answered it yet but i'm still here with you and all of that and for me it was it was a moment it was a really really humbling um, 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 moment for me and it also made me realize that it's really important that you you have people around you who help you see the goodness of god get you people who point you to the goodness of god people who draw you to the ways god is still at work in your life even when the thing or the things you're waiting on god for hasn't or haven't come yet it's really really important because life has a way of just shifting you away from the things you should be you should be grateful for and so i see i dare you to look within your life you may be waiting on god for the big the big things for the 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 big ways or you're waiting you're waiting on him to move drastically in your life but then if only you would sit still if only you would take a moment to look around you and see how far you've come on the journey if only you would count your blessings if only you would write them down or be intentional about gratitude you would see that he has he has he has taken you far he has been with you he has done a lot more than you can you can even um think of and so for me it was a moment i see i don't even remember i can't remember when i started crying <laughs> like it was i shared a tale too i'm like it's true god is really good and even in terms of provision like i was now my I, I, when, when whenever my mom and i would go out to buy like groceries or provision and stuff she would buy because i was now eating differently i was buying separate things altogether from what the rest of the family was was buying and so i'm like all of these things is it translates to more money spending more money and so god god was really like he he really proved himself in in that moment and um another time too i remember there was one time one evening i had my mom had gone out so it was just me and then my other cousins in the house and i was thinking to myself well the the pain is is it's not as frequent as it used to be but then it still comes and then goes like one time i remember i could i couldn't sleep so i was up all night i slept around like 5 a.m when everybody was like waking up i was now going to bed there's another time to like around 9 p.m 
the pain it was not it was so bad like my whole left side like from my shoulder to my back to my chest like um, uh, above my left breast and then it goes underneath like it just goes and i'm like see my mother let's let's go to the hospital right now because i don't know what is going on with me now my mother at that point she was very reluctant because around that time the my the hospital i used to go to so they they the very one of the very early cases of doctors and then health workers getting infected by the by the virus or with the virus it was in my hospital and so my mom was like hmm, right now we'll go to the hospital right now and when i whenever i, I would go to the hospital they would do like a throat examination and all of that and i was like you go you go open your mouth now they'll be checking your throat and they'll now infect you this thing you don't have it you go to the hospital they'll now go and add another sickness on top of the one you're already feeling right now let's you shouldn't go let's stay in the house we can pray they see god god can heal any disease let's just stay in the house and at that point i'm like yeah i know god can heal every disease but i, I, I don't know he works through doctors as well so i don't know and we so we called my grandma and then she was like okay what uh, how am i feeling all of that and then she sends drugs over to my mom's and my mom from my mom's house to her house is not far so she sends drugs thankfully when i took them they worked and then i could sleep and so that evening i was like no i would yeah maybe it wouldn't be a bad time to get the covid test done so i did my google searches and then i found one number like that it was i think it was a regional number also so i called the, the the lady asked me which district i was calling from i told her and then she gave me another number um the number she gave me was um for the district so i called spoke with them the lady was like okay come over to this place tomorrow 9 a.m and then get the test done blah 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 so now the uh, the other part was okay how was i going to tell my family members that i was going to get the test done so my mom comes over she comes home and then she like we finish eating we're watching television and then she i tell her that oh um i'm going to get a test done and then she looks at me and then she's like you're going to do what you're going where my friend if you don't find somewhere to sit you're going to do what is my friend find find, find some place and, and stay you see if you leave this house and you go and do that test stay there don't come back to this house have you heard me i am telling you if you go and you go and do that test stay there like she was she didn't take it well at all and i'm like well it's just a test i just want to know what's going on just say i've told you already you are not sick you are healed say amen you are healed just believe it you are healed what test again if you go i'm telling you if it's, if you leave this house find another place to stay i'm like uh-uh what's going on <laughs> so she calls she calls my brother and then tells him tells him my brother that one was even asleep she calls him and then she's like your sister says she's going to do the the covid test talk to her talk to her because me i've told her if she goes to do that nonsense test she should stay there she should not come to, she should not come back to my house again now my brother asks her to give the phone to me so she gives the phone to me and then that one too in his sleepy in his sleepy voice he just picks it he takes the phone he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't even say hello me i said hello when he when he realizes I'm on the line, he's like, "Eh, COVID test. Men So if you don't speak tree, 
like he was just saying that hey, hey, they said you are going to do covid test my friend sits in the house don't go and do anything and i'm like ah what sort of family members do i have i mean let me go and do this thing if i have it i don't know but <laughs> I will get better. I don't know. Like I'm one of those people that if something is wrong with me, I want to know. You know how some people when they go and do when they when it's when they are supposed to do an HIV test, they don't want to do it because they are scared. They're like, okay, what you don't know won't kill you. I'm not one of those people. If I see, I'm the type of patient I am, whatever is going on with me, tell me. If I'm dying tomorrow, tell me. If I have three months to live, tell me. I don't care. Full disclosure. That's what I want. So I'm like which kind of family members do i have and for my mother i understood her because there was this family around my neighborhood um someone had been uh, someone had contracted the virus and then they were doing contact contact tracing so the the covid team they, like the van came over to the neighborhood they came to test all of them and then thankfully their results came back negative but then the stigma alone i don't know what people people just people are mad the stigma the people it's not like they got the virus and even recovered the test came out the results came out negative but then people were just they wouldn't go close to them there's one shop around when i hear that one lady was going to buy one of the people in the family they were going to buy something then this one was like hey just stand behind social like because of social distancing they have a certain group around there in front of the shop so it's like hey you should stand you should stand like away from the the rope she doesn't want all these corona people i'm like what's going on and so for my mother she 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 co-runs a a a nursery a a daycare and she was thinking about the implications it was going to have on her business like even if they came to test all of us and then it came it came out negative thinking about all these people like people who people don't think well they will now kind of be withdrawing their children from the school just because okay a covid response team came with their van in front of our house like that whole thing so i understood it and even i thought about it i'm like well the way my mother and i we are if i had the virus almost everybody in the household would have had it because my mother and i were like somebody in the husband like i'm always i'm always stuck with it like i'm we're sitting together I, it's, like, it's like my head is in her armpits like i want to enter her body to be born again like i'm always by her side my leg is on top of her she's always flinging my leg my friend remove your leg when you get married you do that to your husband like we are always fighting like cat and mouse and so i thought about this i'm like well if i have it they should have had it and if all of us are healthy in the house then it means i don't have it so I, that made me rethink my decision of getting the test done now at this point like in i remember in um when was that oh so there's this thing to i, I need to say so at some point i don't know if it was a side effect of the drugs but i would hear like my heartbeat was so loud i would hear my heart beating like boom 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 boom. i'm like what is going on like it was so loud it was so fast and i'm like wow (laughs) i need like i need to do something about it so i went to do an ecg so an ecg is an electrocardiogram 
it's a test used to detect heart problems and to check like the general health of your heart so i did that and then i did a chest x-ray as well and uh, both both of the results came out and then they're like everything is fine with your chest like your heart your heart everything is okay your your like they showed me one graph like that on the paper everything is fine uh, heart oxygen something something everything is normal your chest too there are no infections no anomalies and everything everything is fine in my mind i'm like so if everything if these aspects everyone who uh, did i say expect aspects <laughs> if this ex in english if these people who know their jobs <laughs> say that everything is fine then why was i feeling pain why was i feeling all of this and now the anxiety came back again and i get really anxious about my health because the body is not something you can it's not like it's not a transparent thing that you can see through and so it and that's what makes me anxious about it's not like when you have a pimple on your forehead you, you can take a mirror and then you easily see that oh okay it's here and then when it's going down you can see that oh okay it's getting better is going down or i need to put this cream on it i need to do this i need to do that but with your inside your body you can't you can't just take a mirror and then see what's going on and so it it just made me overthink and at that point i felt very helpless and i I remember I, i would ask myself that okay so all of these all of the trips i had taken to the hospital and like seeking expert opinion trying to find out what was wrong with with me was it a lack of faith like i'm a person of faith i believe god can do anything and so if if i what if i was running around looking for um the health workers opinion and then looking up to them to help me when i had a god or when i have a god who can heal every disease from anywhere like when i'm in my house he can heal me was was that a lack of faith i don't know i think about it every now and then and i i I don't have an answer yet but it was just something that i would think about and so i remember um last year um august august 28 i had it i had this dream and in the dream i was i was singing a, a certain song i forgotten i can't remember what song it was but i was like worshiping with the song and then i i was yeah i was worshiping with the song and then fast forward to this year april um april 18th april i i had i had this dream about this the the same musician the song i was singing the the, the guy who sang the song it's called joe deep so april 18 i i was i had a dream again and then in the dream he was comforting me i don't know like i don't know what's wrong with me in the dream but he was comforting me now i woke up i have a dream journal where i write everything i dream about and so i was going through my dream journal so it's on my phone so i did a quick search of joe deep and then i check out like the number of dreams so i've had like two dreams and i'm trying to link these two dreams and then see what what's what's it what they mean or what god was trying to tell me but then i i prayed about it i it wasn't still clear so i i I asked myself okay so maybe god is telling me to pay attention to his music his content and everything i follow him on social media as well so maybe god is asking me to focus or be more 
um, um, deliberate about consuming his content and so I I started paying attention to like his content and everything and I realized that oh his church has this Bible study they do every week so I started joining the Bible studies um, every week on on mix LR now before I started joining I, I told myself that if I'm going to be participating in this thing I don't want to be an observer I want to be an active participant so it was something as little as so you know how in church they project the they they show the the the, the salient points the salient points from the sermon and then the bible text and all of these things they, they project them on the the screen that was basically what i was doing on the platform like in the chat box while the the teachings were going on so i would be putting in the 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 points from the sermon and then the the memory verses and all of those things so that and the charts are available even after the session ends so that was my small way of contributing or like being present and for me those those bible study sessions they were really really empowering they were really refreshing and it played a huge role in me getting back on track in my spiritual like walk with god and for me at that point i i experienced so much peace because now i wasn't focused on what i was feeling or what i was think um, like all of the things i was thinking about the pain the illness i wasn't thinking about that and it just goes to show that peace is not the absence of trouble it's the presence of god like jesus christ said in the bible he said in john that be of good cheer for i have overcome this world like when you're in this world you experience you experience all these troubles and trials and all of these things but be of good cheer because i have overcome this world and for me that was that was peace because it it wasn't it wasn't like the pain had ceased and everything but then my focus had now shifted my my mind was somewhere else i was now focused on my pursuit of god all i wanted was to just go deeper with him and so i was now studying a lot more i was praying a lot more i was just fellowshipping a lot more with believers i was i was in that fellowship proper proper and so if you are listening to this and then you are going through really turbulent times or you are going through hardship i can't i'm not going to promise you i'm not going to say that okay everything is just going to flip and then um you everything will now be sunshine and bubbles and then goodness and everything I, i i'm not going to say that but then i would say that when jesus christ is in there with you 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 there's a lot more that the the peace of god does to you and so i really pray that you experience the peace of god another thing i would say is that pay attention to your dreams god is speaking through everything around us he's speaking through experiences he's speaking through people he's speaking through dreams and it would be really careless of 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 you to not pay attention to the things he's saying and sometimes i know i'm speaking i'm speaking from experience sometimes when you dream and then you don't understand and sometimes it becomes consistent you tend to stop documenting them or you stop paying attention to them because i mean what's the point of constantly documenting something you don't understand and so but i'll say that keep obeying god just keep being obedient to his word the more you obey you find out that it's in that obedience that you find revelation or it's in that obedience that you are led to truth and so just keep doing the things that he 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 asks of you just keep doing whatever instruction he has given to you and then it's in that moment that you will find 
the revelation or the truth or the message that he wants you to get also keep a gratitude journal life has a way of making you forget the things that god has done for you sometimes your vision gets blurry or you get overwhelmed and you can't just it's difficult for you to to thank god for certain things and so i would say that keep a gratitude journal keep a gratitude journal be intentional about gratitude and so yeah if you're listening to this you don't know jesus i would recommend him to him to to you i would recommend him to you so 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 much and it's it takes some it's so simple to accept him the bible says that just believe believe that jesus christ died for your sins and you have eternal life confess with your mouth that jesus christ is lord over your life it's you it, it doesn't have to be an elaborate prayer just it could be as simple as saying jesus christ i thank you for coming to die for my sins i thank you that you are lord over my life i thank you that you came to save me i accept the love that you have freely lavished on me i accept and and, and i recognize you as savior and lord over my life come and live in my heart and i want to have an active relationship with you some it's a simple prayer and that's the simplicity of, of of salvation when people say that oh it's too good to be true this this that I mean, you can't work for salvation. You can't work for the salvation that Jesus Christ offers. And so that's the simplicity of salvation. Just believe, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of your life and believe and you have salvation. And so, yeah, that, that's all I'm going to say. If you're a Christian already and then you're going through really turbulent times, you can't, you've gone off track. I pray for you that you your life takes a different turn and then you feel alive again and you bounce back on track with your relationship with god so yeah that's that's all i'm going to say this this is my testimony this this is my story and this is what the year has been for me so far i really do hope that this testimony um pushes you to to see and to recognize the goodness of god also in in your life because i believe he's doing a lot more in your life i can't end this episode without thanking my friends without thanking my my pastors um my leaders at church my friends like everybody my guys at scribes margaret bernard nara hannah gideon ruth rhoda every single one of you so thank you so 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 much i can't i can't thank you guys enough god richly bless you for being there for me for being good friends checking up on me and everything i really really appreciate it um guys follow joe deep on social media i am joe deep i a m j o d e e p he has a lot of content coming out for christian creatives and the body of christ in general he's a pastor as well so guys follow him on twitter and instagram and he'll be a big blessing to you he has an album it's called we are deep check it out on all social media platforms guys i know this episode has been a long one but i believe that everything in here needed to be said i I just couldn't take out anything um if this episode made you um if it has triggered any testimony in you that you want to share you can share that using the hashtag let's talk about it pod you can tweet at me at kafui underscore debs on twitter um thank you so much for listening um i don't know what else do i have to say nothing (laughs) thank you so much for listening share this episode and thank you so much again um until the next episode mm, stay blessed stay safe and yeah bye